Good morning and welcome, and we are joined at this time by Dr. David Welsh, the health officer for Ripley and Franklin Counties. Good morning to you, Dr. Welsh. Good morning. Thank you for having me on the air this morning. Well, it's great to have you as always, and especially in light of uh, the number of cases going up around the uh, not only the state of Indiana, but around the country and uh, hospitalizations being up and so forth. And uh, can you give us a uh, an update on uh, how things look uh, specifically in uh, Ripley and Franklin counties and broader picture around southeast Indiana with the COVID situation? Sure, I'd be happy to. Well, as of today, it looks like Franklin will stay in red and Ripley will stay in orange. Um, the hospital, uh, Margaret Mary Health, is noticing in the last um, half week uh, an uptick in cases. Um, not all of them are being admitted. Some of them are being seen in the emergency department and, and initiated with treatments um, and able to, to go home and try to see if they can avoid the really bad case of COVID-19, um, which is something for folks to keep in mind. If they get symptoms they suspect are COVID-19, they want to get tested earlier rather than later, because if you get tested earlier and you're positive, you, you are eligible for a number of treatments that may keep you out of the hospital and off a ventilator. If you think you're just going to tough it out um, and you, you wait too long, and then you, you miss the opportunity to use some of those treatments. So, uh, and also if you're, if you're finding that you're a close contact to somebody who's a, a new positive, you typically want to get tested between days three and five after the contact. If you go less than three days, you might get a false negative. And if you miss, if you do more than five days, you might miss the opportunity for some of those treatments like the infusions people have heard about. Now, um, so again, uh, looks like uh, you said uh, Franklin will stay in red, Ripley in orange, and um, and again, uh, uh, of course, there was um, uh, a recent thing with uh, the Franklin County Schools. Uh, they had uh, decided not to go uh, along with the governor's mandate, and then they uh, did an about face uh, about uh, a week or two ago on that. And uh, uh, can you uh, uh, give us a little bit as far as uh, what uh, what's going on uh, specifically in uh, in Franklin County? Uh, what you've seen. Well, I think they're, they're taking some good and necessary steps in, in Franklin County, and I applaud them for their, their efforts. Their, their two big goals are safety of the students and staff and keeping as many kids in school as possible, which we, we all know is very important both for, for the, the kids' learning and for a lot, a lot of different reasons. And I think folks in your listening area are aware of a big advocate of schools and keeping the kids there. The, the new, um, what they'll be doing in, uh, in Franklin County is, is following what is in the uh, governor's recommendations. There's, uh, of course, uh, there's a federal rule about masking on, on buses, uh, but in the school it's, it's recommended uh, asking folks to social distance. <clears throat> I did work with the schools, and um, we came up with some plans to help uh, try to decrease the number of kids um, who might have to quarantine if there is a cl um, close contact with, with a positive. So I, I think they're taking all the, the good and necessary steps. And um, as we deal with this new uh, variant coming around and seeing what it's going to do, uh, I, think, I think not only uh, Franklin County schools, but our other area schools are doing really good, taking really good measures, taking really good steps, because 
you know, they've got the, the kids, uh, first and foremost on their minds, their safety, and want to make sure that they learn and that they do that best in, in, in person. And how about uh, Ripley County? Uh, how are things uh, looking there? Well, we, we've got we've got a few hot spots, um, the, uh, but overall we're we're hanging in there. <clears throat> we're some of the surrounding counties, like Jennings, is also red. South Dearborn is orange, um, so we're we're hanging in there. Um, Decatur came out of red. I think they're going to orange this week. So we're 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 dealing with uh, fluctuations. Um, and as we get more people who are vaccinated and getting their booster, hopefully those those fluctuations will have a, a, a smaller peak and less people uh, involved. And at this point, you know, the general population, they know what to do. They know the basics. Um, stay home if sick, cover your mouth, you know, mask up if you, you can't social distance. But the big thing is folks getting their, getting their uh, vaccine and their booster, which helps to decrease not only people spreading it around, but also the severity if they were to get it. So I think I really applaud the folks in our area who are stepping up and doing the things that are, are going to help mitigate this and, and get us through this. I think one of the best um, locales uh, around is Oldenburg. They're doing a fantastic job. And uh, we're also, this is important also for the businesses. We, we need the businesses to stay open because people need the services. We need to support our local businesses uh, every which way we can. So if if you're sick and and you stay home, you're going to help protect those local businesses. Um, a lot of our businesses have curbside pickup, and you can order things. Um, carry out still very um, very much in use in the area. So we can you can even if you have to stay home, you can support the local um, food establishments. Which I checked most of them out there. <clears throat> they all have really good food. Especially the bakery. There you go. <laughs> Indeed, especially especially on uh, on those uh, winter mornings, as they uh, as they say, and uh, and of course, uh, Doctor Welsh. Uh, at this time last year, we were mostly concerned about the older population, but uh, it seems like uh, more of the cases are um, in the hospitalizations are among the younger. Um, are you tending to see uh, a lot of that around Southeast Indiana? Is that trend uh, uh, holding true here? That is holding true here, and there's a, a number of, of reasons. Some of it is folks who were younger um, get the feeling they're indestructible, um, and I understand that. Um, and uh, some of it is it might just be as they're doing more things because of family or work requirements, they might have to travel. Uh, we saw an uptick after Thanksgiving. We saw an uptick after Labor Day. Um, people, people need to get out. They need to see their family, they need to socialize. I understand that. Uh, we just need to be ready to respond um, when, when, we see the, when we do see those upticks. You, you mentioned the new variant. We're, we're still learning about the new variant, about you know its transmissibility and which age groups it hits more. We found the Delta variant seemed to hit some younger folks because of its higher higher viral load. So we're still learning about this new one. And um, as we look at the variants, we haven't been hit with that in in this area yet. Um, so, but we're waiting to see and learn more about it, and then we'll be able to give some additional advice for folks. And with that, we're going to go ahead and take a break, and we'll have more with Dr. David Welsh, the health officer for Ripley and Franklin Counties, right after this. 
Don't adjust your radio. The sound that you hear is your stomach. You're having trouble focusing. You can't recall your last meal. You're trapped in the hunger zone. The solution, Batesville to go. Let To-Go deliver a hot, fresh meal to your home or office whenever hunger strikes. To-Go delivers the best food from local restaurants. Visit us online at togodelivers.com or call us at 812-727-8800. Batesville To-Go, big city convenience, small town taste. And welcome back. I'm Tom Snape as we continue our conversation with the Ripley and Franklin County Health Officer, Dr. David Welsh. And um, another thing that... uh, We've been uh, kind of uh, taking a look at, of course, we mentioned the Omicron variant and uh, things of that nature. And uh, uh, what about, uh, we talked about the younger people and visiting and so forth, but uh, in the um, the indestructibility factor. Uh, uh, now, how about the cases where a lot of these uh, maybe uh, young people who uh, show up somewhere sick and uh, you know, maybe sneezing and all the other uh, symptoms, and uh, but they just happen to show up. I mean, uh, have you uh, have you heard of or seen a lot of cases like that around the area? Um, there, there have been some cases. Um, when it comes to the schools, I think the schools um, with the school nurses do a fantastic job dealing with that sort of situation. Um, and I understand that happens for a variety of reasons. Um, uh, Someone may think their youngster, well, they always get this this time of year. They always, um, uh, or, and that may be the case. So, but the, the schools are doing a great job. Um, people at work need to um, be careful and, and how they approach it. Um, I know some of our, our factories, for instance, have, have clinics built in so they can, uh, if, if someone's, you know, concerned, they can refer the, that individual to the clinic for evaluation. Um, it gets a little tougher for um, for small businesses where you may only have a few workers. Um, certainly, if if those folks um, uh, are showing signs and symptoms, particularly for uh, COVID, I would encourage them to get tested. Um, the sooner that they get tested, the sooner that they can uh, stop the spread if, and take appropriate precautions. It gets a little tougher when you're in, um, let's say, a grocery store where someone may come in and there's not a really a good way to to um, uh, deal with that from this from the store standpoint. But if you're another customer, certainly going into that situation, it's a good idea to mask up and keep your distance um, because you don't know if that other person is having symptoms and they happen to show up. And when you do get home, you know you can change your clothes, you can wash your hands, uh, you can do the things to protect yourself. And that's even more important if you are in a household with uh, someone who is at higher risk. So remember, other folks may not be as conscientious as you, so you need to protect yourself and protect your family because you don't want your kids to have to stay home from school, you don't want to have to stay home from work, and you don't want anybody in your family to get sick. So it's a a challenging uh, problem, and of course, depending on the the, um, location, the response is going to be a little different. And how about the breakthrough cases? Have you seen uh, a lot of uh, breakthrough cases around the area? See, we've seen some breakthrough cases. The majority of the cases are still uh, in unvaccinated individuals. Uh, we are seeing some. That the, the good news is uh, the majority of the breakthrough cases are, are not nearly as severe as those in the unvaccinated. So getting vaccinated and getting your booster when appropriate um, is uh, can help you not only 
decrease spread, but also decrease uh, the severity if you were to get it. And if you're wondering if you should get it, if you should get the booster, I would encourage you to talk to your physician uh, so that you can find out what's best for you. And for you, if, if you're talking about your, someone's kids, you know, to talk to the, your pediatrician. Uh, you have that discussion. Is, is it appropriate for, my, uh, for your child? And I, if the decisions like those are best made between uh, patients and, and their uh, health care provider. And uh, shifting gears, uh, your Dr. Welsh, uh, from uh, from COVID, um, of course, uh, you're sitting on the uh, the governor's uh, health commission now. Uh, how have uh, how things gone uh, with that uh, so far? I'm very encouraged that we're going to be taking things to a better place when it comes to delivery of public health services. Uh, in fact, later today uh, there is a a, a session, a virtual session with a number of the members of the commission and a number of physicians from across the state uh, through the state medical association. So they're starting a listening tour across the state. And if you see that the commission is in your area, uh, I would welcome you to show up and, and give us your thoughts, give us your suggestions. We need, we need to make the delivery and availability of public health throughout our state better. Uh, we, we've, done some things well we've done and there's some things we need to do better so we need to do what's best for hoosiers we need to make sure that the the basics are taken care of we need to have continue to have you know clean water and clean air we need to make sure we're taking care of of sewage we need to make sure that eating establishments are safe for you to eat we need to make sure that uh, the schools are a safe environment for kids to learn and to do that we need to have a a strong and effective public health system in our, in our country. And for those who are interested, I, I would encourage you to look at, uh, go to the AMA website and Google a report that it participated in that came out just this last month on improving the public health infrastructure in the United States. So this, this is not just an Indiana thing. This is a national thing that we need to work on. And together, we, we can make things better. Together, we can make things safer um, when public health is working, you don't see it. When, when you get clean water in your tap, nobody gets sick, you don't hear about it. But we need, we need to continue to make sure the basics are done, and we need to make sure that we're able to, to deal with those pop-up uh, problems like they had in Scott County a number of years ago. Um, but we, we can do better, and I'm, I'm encouraged and, and really excited about, I think things are heading in, in a good direction. But we look forward to the public's uh, input on what, what we do next. And you mentioned the uh, listening tour. And uh, how can uh, uh, how will uh, members of the uh, Health Commission, uh, will they be uh, identified somehow uh, where uh, people can uh, can come up? Or will there be, uh, for example, notices that the uh, public health commissioners or uh, members will be uh, in the area, things of that nature? They, they should be posting things. If, if folks are interested in what's going on uh, with a, a public health um Commission, they can actually go to the state uh, website, and all of the sessions are uh, videotaped and are available on an archive basis. So you, if you miss one, you can go back, and it's also live streamed. Um, when we meet, it's between one and uh, meeting with the public. It's between one and three on a Thursday afternoon, every third Thursday of the month. And a report is, uh, we're planning on a report, I believe it is by August.
All right, so we'll definitely uh, keep an eye on that uh, situation as the uh, Public Health Commission uh, gets uh, things rolling here. And uh, anything else uh, before we uh, let you go this morning, Dr. Welsh? Well, it just did follow up for the, the listening tour. When it is in southeast Indiana, I will be sure to let WRBI know because they're good about letting the public know about important events uh, such as listening tours, uh, high school sporting events, and uh, Christmas tree lighting. So I, I will make sure at WRBI knows. I would encourage folks um, as they we approach the holiday season to continue to do those good things that we know helps. Uh, and for non-COVID things, when you have your gathering, make sure you keep your hot food hot and your cold food cold. When you travel, which I know a lot of folks are, please keep an eye on where you travel to and whether that's a hot spot or not. Um, the federal government just came out with some new guidelines if you travel overseas, and, and it varies depending on where you travel to. So you, you may want to check and see what requirements are both getting to your destination and coming back so that you you have a really good trip, but you have a safe trip. Well, and thank you for the kind words, Dr. Welsh. Uh, we try to be uh, a full-service radio station, so uh, appreciate those uh, kind words. And uh, also the uh, the the, uh, the non-COVID tips as well to remember uh, about, because uh, we had this conversation back around uh, Memorial Day and Labor Day about uh, about food uh, preparation and storage and things of that nature, and also uh, you know being careful when they're out and about uh, traveling as well. So uh, you know all uh, all good uh, words to live by, shall we say? Well, glad to help, and I, I really appreciate WRBI. It is a, it continues to be a gem for our community, and um, I, I can't thank you enough. Well, Dr. David Welsh, uh, we appreciate your uh, time this morning, and uh, we will talk to you uh, down the road. Great. You, uh, happy to, to talk to you anytime. And to the public, if anyone has questions in between um, these conversations, I'm open to answering your questions, and if I I don't know the answer. I, I will work hard to find out. All right. Once again, our thanks to Dr. David Welsh, the Ripley and Franklin County Health Officer, for joining us this morning. I'm Tom Snape for The Daily Pod.